Hello and welcome to Running on Joy with Francesca Goodwin, the podcast that celebrates putting one foot in front of the other in whatever form that takes. This is a podcast that explores how we can live in a more connected, creative and compassionate manner for the benefit of our communities, our planet and our own mental and physical health. I'm your host, Francesca Goodwin, and every week I'll be asking a new interviewee what joy means to them. Running on Joy is ad-free, but if you enjoy the show, please do take a moment to leave a review and give feedback wherever you listen to your podcasts. You might also consider supporting the work of Running on Joy guest Dan Lawson through rubbish shoes and rerun clothing to end the cycle of wastage in the sports clothing and footwear industries. Follow at Rubbish Shoes and at Rerun.Clothing on Instagram for further information. Hello everyone. My guest today is a runner and storyteller whose zeal for adventure and exploration is embodied in their creation of Are Libre, a Mexico City-based project that hosts immersive running experiences in exotic corners of the world. Rather than seeing running as a purely athletic pursuit, Are Libre uses movement to explore unknown territories and foster deep transformations with a strong focus on cultural immersion. By their own admission, running has given my guests some of the most valuable lessons in their life, and I'm looking forward to exploring what a life spent on the move means to them. So I'll now invite them to introduce themselves in the manner of their choosing and welcome them to Running on Joy. Hey, thank you, Francesca. That was a very lovely introduction. I'm yeah I'm I'm Mauricio Diaz, I'm, um, co-founder of Aire Libre. Um, the I started Aire Libre together with uh, Manuel and and Daniel, my two other two co-founders. Um, and well, we as you mentioned, no, we're I'm from Mexico City, and so the project is sort of based in Mexico City, but we've always uh, also seen ourselves as a global sort of decentralized organization, right? Because we also our slogan is discover the world through running. So that means we're uh, more times than not, you know, in all over the world, discovering and running you know, and using move- movement as a way to to connect and explore the world. Um, I personally, you know, if you, nowadays when people ask, like, how, how would I, who am I? Um, I would have. Uh, I usually say that uh, first and foremost, I think I'm I'm just a very curious person, uh, and and through throughout my existence, no, I have you know satisfied that curiosity in various ways, but for the past fifteen years or so, I found that through my two legs and and through movement, I could uh, I could satisfy this curiosity um in a great great way no uh so i've been using and, and running and using running as a way to to explore um to explore the world to explore myself to connect with with indie with people and communities um and 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 yeah and while i'm doing it 
just feeling the most alive and the happiest and and just uh and and yeah that's that's what i can say <laughs> it's really interesting that you start there because um to kick us off i just written down one word that i felt kind of embodied you and the word was curiosity <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm interested when you are outdoors what does that curiosity look like mm. it's it takes many shapes and forms like first that the curiosity usually doesn't start like when i'm you know already out there moving but it usually starts before when i am in a in a space you know for for example right now i find myself in los angeles uh, and whenever i'm in a in a specific geographical part of the world already my my you know my mind and my curiosity is is pushing me to to open up maps and see what how the land is is set up set out what mountains are there what islands are there what rivers what trails uh, and so i start from you know before imagining like how interesting it would be to go there uh, or connect this you know this river to this mountain or do this crossing or so i just get out and, and start thinking about you know the various possibilities and and which like really get me going and and, and, and excite me you know so that that's how it sort of kick off you know? um and then well that usually is followed by your research you know, many times like hey how, what can i find uh, reading or or who who can i find online that has maybe done that before or not uh, and and many times that research also sparks and even more more ideas uh, and you know until I, I get to the whatever the, the place is um, and then and then yeah the curiosity is just followed by you know just observing and taking in everything that I can you know witness and see and breathe and, and feel there you know all of all of the you know nature and all of the trees plants flowers uh the the, the rocks the scenery everything that is, is out there um I just uh yeah I I, I just really aware and, and 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 try to be really aware and present wherever I am in all of these new places because which each turn that yeah you you take with you know, the higher you go the lower you go you know you change from microclimates into other climates and so you, you are you're I am always very stimulated by by what's going to be around the, the turn no? what what's going to be behind that uh, that next hill or you know at the end of this river and just tr- want to wanting to see what's what's up next is 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 how the curiosity when I'm I'm there and you know, try, uh, comes up it's interesting because in that initial formulation of curiosity I'm put in mind almost of a, a quite childlike way of interacting with the world you know when you're younger and you kind of point and say oh I'm going to run there like to the fence or to the tree and mm-hmm. I'm going to run back and then you point at something else and maybe run over there as well and I think <laughs> we're I think we're kind of in the same age bracket in our 30s and would you say that you as a person and maybe others could learn from that kind of childlike play 
in life and and trying to capture that in how we interact with the world yes for sure i think that's that's one of the our sort of i would say one of our at least you know our western society's biggest uh, failures is that uh, we were taught and we've we've been sold on the story that as we grow up we we, we have to be you know we have to be grown-ups and serious and and structured and whatnot no and so we suppress sort of suppress uh, the 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 kid we all carry in um so it's it's I, I I definitely do believe that that's a that's a story we've created on this you know on this sort of uh, yeah with this society and and that should should not I mean there's really no reason for that no I mean like the sense of of curiosity the sense of those same that's those same emotions those same thought patterns everything that you felt as a kid there's no reason why you should not suppress it and not carry it on throughout your life and I really feel that those people that can sort of tap back into that energy and tap back into that curiosity and back tap back to that inner child uh, are usually you know the most creative people there's I haven't thought of this, but there's a great quote, um, and I think, yeah, I think it's Picasso who said this, or yeah, one one artist who, yeah, really prominent, like, like art modern artist that that said, it took me a life, no, it took me four or five years to 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 learn to paint like a master, no? but it took me a lifetime to learn to paint again like a child um and and i think that's that really relates no and we would all all really you know benefit from from connecting back to to that kid no um and it's really right now you mentioned about pointing here and there and that it's so it's so so funny because i if you if you go around and you see you know, my, the pictures that I'm usually in, out of 10 pictures, probably in seven or eight, I'm always pointing towards something. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, I'm always, I'm always standing at, you know, this viewpoint or at this some place and I'm pointing to, you know, hey, what's there? What's that? That's that. Or, and, and I was, I mean, long ago, I we, we were, I don't, I remember on a run, you know, just just having fun with a friend and we're saying like if i ever write sort of a memoir uh, the title should be like a life spent pointing at things you know <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's really great a <laughs> life spent pointing i do feel like everything that you um that you do kind of has this element of fun to it as well is that something that you actively find yourself seeking fun yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking actually a bit about this yesterday, but I, I mean, it, it's definitely super hard to, you know, to to get back to it again. And it's always like, uh, at least nowadays, I try to work and remind myself always to to try to connect to to joy and enjoy life, and because I, I mean, 
as far as I know, and as far as probably you know, and everybody who's going to listen to this, uh, this is the only life we have as we are experiencing it. There might, you know, we don't know what's on the next round, but as as we stand here today, this is it. No, so if you think of you really think of that, then why should we? Why do not? Yeah, why why spend this unique and only the only opportunity we will have? of existence and being miserable and being sad or being, and usually by stuff that doesn't matter, stuff by precisely that stories that we were sold on that, you know, has shaped our thought patterns and, and, and our brains to believe that, you know, either happiness, happiness uh, is gained by, by achievements or by possessions or by whatnot. Uh, and 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 then people just go on, go on 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 their lives, usually being stressed, miserable, and sad. And why for for things that are not even real, things that are where are just in, in you know a, a story there they they got sold on, um, and we forget to be we forget to enjoy, <laughs> and we forget to be happy, uh, and. And that's for me is the one of the probably one of the biggest tragedies, tragedies, no? That we we can we can spend out our life not being being not being joyful, uh, and you know, and it's a decision uh, many times, no? A, a personal decision that you can you can just you know stop for a second and decide, no? Do I want to? Can I enjoy this? No? Can I just? You know, flip, flip my mind and and what and and perceive this you know moment as as something uh, you know joyful or or happy or just or or not no. Mm, and that's so empowering, isn't it? To to think I do have the autonomy and the ability to choose joy. <laughs> I can mm-hmm. literally run towards it. I I have this choice. I can either run away from it or or stay where I am in in this in this not so happy joyful place. Um, or I can choose to actually run towards it. And some of that involves a lot of vulnerability as well Mm -hmm. because you have to expose yourself to the possibility of judgment to the possibility that some people might not accept who you are or you might perceive that they don't but actually that in making that choice you are also freed of, of so much and I find personally that kind of when I'm when I'm running or moving it, it enables me to make that choice it's like that movement kind mm. of carries me uh, or enables me to make that cho- choice to choose to cho- choose joy to choose a mm-hmm. life that's free of those kind of preconceptions of what I think I should be and I'm I wonder kind of to bring it back to to running for a moment how would you describe what running gives you mm. well as I said like as I've said in the past, well, running has given me the best things in my life. No? Um, running, uh, you know, there's a, a big list, but through through running, I I met my my life partner. No, uh, through running, I stumbled upon my 
precious dog aire no through running you know my livelihood today and the project that i'm i have the you know honor to to leave uh revolves around running no and running has taken me to you know explore and travel the world and also make and know one of you know the most inspiring people that i know and 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 great friends and so running is <laughs> running has been you know a, a, yeah a huge element in my life no um and that's what it has brought me no but when i am running i usually say um and this is and this is like exposed uh, uh, expo- uh, incremented or exponentialized when i'm in nature uh when i'm running in nature uh that's when i feel the most precise present the most uh, connected uh the most the happiest the most the, the, the most the more the more relaxed uh, so running today i usually say that it's sort of my 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 church no my 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 it's a spiritual practice more than uh more than anything no? mm, yeah it's interesting because the way that you talk about running is with a sort of reverence and humility that one might ascribe to um to religion in a way that that sort of spiritual reverence towards something that is sort of bigger than us and I guess people just think of running as something that that we do (laughs) or maybe have done to us if we're kind of forcing ourselves (laughs) to do it um but to actually see it um with that kind of reverence and humility as something that is it is kind of a spirituality that kind of enters you as much as you kind of give yourself over to it as well um is really interesting and do you think there's a kind of particular way of running that allows this kind of spiritual element to enter or is all movement kind of a valid form of worship for want of a better word uh, i would i would like to say that maybe all all sort of movements but i also believe that there are some maybe elements that might uh, help uh, for your running practice to become or to be a bit more uh, spiritual uh, more of a spiritual experience no uh, one of those things as i said is um running in in a natural uh, environment no in in the in the in the woods in, in in the desert so just running out in nature is is definitely a big big component um then the other is running for the sake of just for this for yeah running without no no other intention than just running and cel- and and moving and celebrating so in other words i tend to not run with well i do not tend i don't i haven't since since i've been a runner i've never owned a watch no i have never <laughs> timed my runs no i have never not known you know i'm not those that run in every every corner they stop and and pause their, their, you know, their watches or whatever, um, to keep track of everything so that you know, it's it's then, you know, the run then sort of 
focuses focuses more on on the achievement of the running or on the yeah on the on that more of like ego egocentric sort of goal uh instead of just on paying attention on of on 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 the on the on the practice on the movement so so yeah running in nature and then running trying to run at, you know without no intention no no specific speed mileage not you know nothing attached to it is also i think an element that can sort of facilitate for you to to be more that it feels a bit more of like a spiritual practice no mm. um, do you think in that way that it running to explore a landscape um as a kind of a, a vehicle for for traveling through a landscape finding out about a landscape is also synonymous with exploring the self do you think the two are kind of one and the same thing yeah i mean I mean, with just if we take the running part of, out of it, I, I believe that just being in any new space, you know, traveling, whether that's you know locally or internationally, just to, just to put yourself in a new environment, it is 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 something that definitely helps you to know yourself better why because you are you know put precisely uh, as you know as they say out of your comfort zone and when you are out of your comfort zone then there are many new things many new inputs experiences that you haven't ever probably you know been exposed to and 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 you will and you will react in a way that you had never probably reacted before or or and and that that's learnings, no? That's self exploration. That's um, if you are you know, always in in the same uh, in the same in, in your comfort zone and nothing's new, uh, then you're sort of like uh, stuck, no? I um I I have this you know this tattoo that that are like uh, the symbol of uh three legs. At, at, I think it's called it's a Celtic symbol. I think it's called the triskelion. Tris, um, which probably has many meanings, but the per, the, the personal that, the meaning that I give to it is it has three legs. You know, it's like a, a, an element or, or a symbol of three legs, which for me represents constant movement to uh, to to have balance and perper and perpetual growth. You know? So I believe that without movement, and that's either yeah, like moving with your two feet or just, you know, moving with whatever means, but just moving to another place uh, is, is definitely an, an element for, for self, uh, for self uh, discovering and, and, and growth. No? Um, now, if you do this through running um, and, or running is, 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 is involved in it. I also kind of think that that's a potentializer because when you run, you are sort of accelerating the the the, the pace to in in which you connect with a place. Um, 
I, you know, I, I always think, you know, you have many ways of moving around in, 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 in this life and in this world. No? You have an airplane, no? which is off ground. No, you have a, you know, a car or a train, which is, you know, it has two wheels or or tracks and, and it's on ground, but it's still, a, it's not, not, not straightly, not connected directly to it. I, or at least not you straightly connected to it. There's layers of materials above, above, above. You no, know, there's the bicycle, eh, and then you no, know, there's your two feet. You no, know? and I believe that the less layers you have, and eh, and and the less layers you have of from you to the to the actual ground and 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 to the actual yeah ground that you're in, um, the the more deeper the connection uh, and the experience is going to be, you know, because uh, to begin with, you know, we're sort of like a energy antennas, no? So if we, if we're actually, if you take your feet and if you're barefooted, that's even better. No? And then that's a direct contact to, to the energy of the space, of, of the space, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know if I was deviating here on another subject, but uh... no, it's again it brings us back to that kind of childlike curiosity as well. You know, like like a child crawling around in the dirt and literally putting them things in their mouths in order to find out what it is, and it's that very kind of <laughs> yeah. tactile, intuitive manner of in engaging with the world, which which we lose so much, as you say, through the layers and the kind of the barriers that we build. You know, we explore. So much we can travel so far and yet we're also so detached from things because of the manner in which we travel whilst running gives us as you say that kind of that literal groundedness and I'm interested because we've talked about this um quite conceptually but thinking about this idea of you know being a child uh, and learning I just want to kind of rewind back a little bit to your own kind of trajectory with movement and going back to childhood and what that was like for you and then how running actually came to enter your life from there hmm. um so yeah I mean I think I've always been sort of like an active person and, and I think throughout as I grew like I must have done a bit of all sports and all you know many many you know team practice movements uh, I running I mean running came later like me actually running came a bit later on into my life and uh, but it came earlier through through the experience of of, 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 of observing no because my my dad is a runner and and, and it's been a runner for uh, 40 years or something um so m m our first exposures to to, to that when I was like a, a kid, maybe eight years old, was going and cheering and, and going to the races, you know, the half marathons or marathons that my, my dad would do. And and me and my sister and my mother, you know, would, you know, the day before would buy the materials and do their, do the signs, the, the super dad hero, superhero dad signs, you can do this signs and all of that. Uh, and then we would go to the this this races and we would stand there and wait wait for you know my dad to pass by from you know 
from a crowd of 20,000 people. <laughs> that's when that's when no tracking systems existed. So you couldn't really see, you know, it was more of a, it was more of an art, like I'm going to be there around this time and this time, and I'm going to be wearing this outfit. I'm going to be running on this uh, right side of the street. So you really had to be, you know, paying attention <laughs> to, to, to catch it. No. Um, but yeah, I really feel all that, you know, the, left off shaped probably in and and it was a an important seed um that got planted in my in my brain that it really bloomed later on until i i got started uh, college no and i i started college uh, outside of mexico city and in in uh in various places in the world because i did like a sort of like an international program and so I I first started to run in all these new places and new new cities and countries because I first of all wanted to be just just to be in shape. You no, know? it was just like just about that. But very 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 quickly I got hooked on 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 two things and and I mean first was that since I was in all of these new new places when I ran I I immediately discovered. You know, as as you know, as it is the theme, the big theme of our, our company today. And um, I discovered that there was no other way for me to know all of the, all of my new habitat than through these runs. So I would I would I would be really really excited and surprised, and and then so I would just you know do a run and then and then come back and say, oh, that was interesting. I got to know. I got to see that this park exists, exists no? or this coffee place exists and this and this and that. And then um, next time I'll do this other route. And, 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 and that, that sense again, no? of, of, of knowing a place and exploration became, was like the first clue. And second is like, I guess some people just, you know, when they run, yeah. To just become hooked, no, you're. It's just a, an activity that, when you, when you're doing it, and when you finish, and all, it never, never feels. You never. There's no run that you go, that you go and you regret not. You know, you regret having having done it. No, it's always satisfying. No? I mean, there's some that hurt sometimes, but <laughs> other than yeah, those yeah, but, ones, I don't but when you it. when you finish, you know, when you finish, it's always. yeah I think we've we've spoken um before about that kind of afterglow that you get that then bring that you can kind of bring back to to sort of the real world your real life that then then affects you in a more kind of holistic sense as Mm -hmm. well and I'm interested how then that kind of evolved into your own sort of different adventures that then made then then led up to the founding of Are Libre and the kind of story of that yeah yeah so well, I, you know, uh, from from those times or from my beginnings of running, which was that like just being fit and exploring these new places where I was studying, um, then I just went on to do the you know the very regular trajectory of of a runner where I would sign up for my first race, which which was probably like a ten k, 
you know, I did it and and then it was, you know, I was probably already subscribing to the next and, and trying to see if I could do it faster and that, you know, then the half marathon and then a marathon. No? Um, I think, you know, uh, many of us at some point in our life, we sort of think or believe that the marathon is, is the ultimate goal, no? Uh, and there's nothing else or above or or and beyond the marathon, no? uh, and that's like the the impossible goal. And so I trained, trained, and then I ran my first marathon, um, in Barcelona, and and when I finished, I was like, wow, well, I've I've done it. <laughs> I've done that the this thing that they call it the marathon, and I survived. So maybe I can do it again, and now let's see if I can do it, you know, faster. You know? And so, you know, you get on, and then, you know, there's Boston Marathon, which is the mecca of, of all the marathons, and I ended up doing that. Um, and by that point, um, I had already, I mean, I've always, parallel to me running, I've always been someone that enjoyed that the outdoors a lot no i i've done parallel activities such as you know hiking mountaineering or rock climbing and and one point you know a friend just sort of told me hey do you know like you can actually combine running with nature and and I must have signed to my first trail run race, uh, and then and that was just like love at, at first sight, no. Um, and once yeah, once I tasted the honey, so the honey of the trail, I I really didn't didn't come back, no. And 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 that's you know when this other universe you unlock all of these other universe when then you find out that there's hundred mile races. And when you thought that the marathon was, you know, the ultimate longest distance, then you're like, holy shit, there's hundred mile races, no? Like, who on earth can do this? Um, and then you, I got set on that track. <laughs> and, and, and well, so, you, you know, by this point uh, in my life, you know, I, 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 I met my, uh, one of my co-founders, Manuel, who was also like a a big runner and and an adventurer, also a very very curious guy, and we and he he had an idea of doing a, a, an an adventure. He wanted to run an ultra distance in his hometown in the north of Mexico, in the state of Sonora, um, in and he invited me, and so I you know I accepted, and and the original route was just was from his hometown to the beach around 90 kilometers um but through a basically a paved road you know? so i said like i'll say no I'll, I'll come but let's change the the route no? i don't want to run in, in in the pavement so we basically opened up the map and saw that you know we could do an interesting really interesting run along the coast uh, of the sea of cortez and uh, all 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 on their trail trail roads to we got to the same destination and destination by Yadequino, no? and it was the same distance, no, approximately, no, um, and only that this was just much more interesting because it was, you know, in a much more remote area. Uh, this was all part of uh, the land of a native tribe, the Seri, the Seri people, um, and and yeah, so learning learning that we had to uh, go and ask permission. Uh, 
in Manuel, Manuel had a connection through his family to the city. And so, you know, Manuel uh, met up, met up with the elder, elder council of the city um, and, and told them like the idea that we had, no, we're, you know, a couple of runners, friends, we want to run from this place to this place and, and do, and, you know, just live this adventure and whatnot, um, documented and, and the answer they gave, it's, 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 yeah, it's sort of like very important to also to what is Aire Libre today. It's one of our pillars, but, you know, they all sort of applauded and, and told Manuel that we were more than welcome to the, to their land. Um, and because they saw that what we were going to do was a sacrifice that uh, was going to be was going to bring a greater good and a great uh, to their land and to their people. You know? um, and for us, that was quite, you know, quite a different perspective and quite a, a different, you know, a way of, of, of understanding or of seeing run, running. You know? I mean, for us up until that point, running had meant much more of like an egocentric activity, you know, of like how, what running can do for me, you know, how faster can I run? How longer can I run? How it's all about you, you, you. Yeah, you do it with a community and whatnot, but it was all centered about what you what you can gain from it. You know? um, and then, you know, these guys tell us, um, we don't, I mean, we don't really care what it's, this is going to do to you. <laughs> this is, this is a, this is a sacrifice that's going to do a, a good to our land and to our people. Um, and, and that opened up the doors to this other, you know, vast and still, of course, like barely scratched surface of knowledge of what running has meant uh, as a practice to our to our whole society throughout, you know, throughout history. You know, um, you know, all I can, you know, I can say with, you know, with enough confidence that to all of the original. You know, peoples and all of the original tribes from all over the world. Uh, running was an uh, an important part of their of their existence. No, whether uh, what that was, uh, you know, of course the obvious is to survive. You no, know, to to hunt, gather food, to sell to as a ways of celebrations. No, and spiritual celebrations, rites of passages, and so many, many, many other things. No that you know we we that are were for again spiritual and 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 not as we perceive today no it's crazy that we i mean for how long has modern running been around no for how long what's the oldest marathon not more than 100 and i don't know what 50 years so our running that we that, that we know of today is is that's, you know it's barely new no uh and, and but we've been we've been runners since we since we you know since we set sort of our two feet on 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 this planet as a species no yeah so there's much more to it but well um that response you not know, triggered all of this all of this you know load of, of possibilities and information and we did this adventure you know we ran those 90 kilometers um and 
I I invited my best friend Dan, who is our other co-founder, who is a great creative and, and photographer, uh, and to to document this because this was going to be definitely definitely different. Uh, and we did it, and when we finished uh, the 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 story that came out of it, you know, like a small short documentary and and a photo, photographs and an essay, and um, was how I Lude began. You no, know, we we had we had this done this thing, learned so much, um, and captured it in a very unique way. Uh, so we wanted to naturally share it with, with the world. And, and so we we had to, you know, put a name to to this thing. Uh, and we named it the Aire, Aire Libre and, 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 and we and we put it out. No? Uh, and the the response was, you know, so much greater than we had imagined. No? We we the the video and the photographs were uh, published in in various like other media outlets uh, like internationally and and it, it really sparked and it gained some interest and that just fed off our own curiosity and sense of 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 being people that you know love to do things so as soon as that happened, we were like, wow, well, what's the next adventure we're going to do? You know? What's the next next story that we can tell through running? You know? So solely in the beginning to try to inspire the most of, amount of people we could through the power of storytelling um, to to achieve two things. You know? One is so that we can, you know, uh, inspire people to become more physically active and inspire people to try to be closer to nature. Uh, and, and that was it, no? And, and, and that's how, how our story began. And it's interesting because that sort of humility um, and interconnectedness sounds like it was kind of inbuilt really from the first conceptions of, of the project because of this idea of kind of your your bodies moving really just being vessels for transmitting like you said about being kind of an antennae of all of this kind of cultural heritage and awareness of those that have run before you those that have lived on the land before you and it's interesting kind of from from a sort of aesthetic perspective as well, because one of the things that I really like about Arribe is that it is egoless from kind of the surface. There's obviously you talking to me now, but if you look at Arribe, there isn't kind of this sort of identity that is ascribed to a particular kind of way of being or that you must be in order to join one of the experiences. And when you kind of mm. present it, it is just about the experience not this is who we are and therefore this is who you must look like in order to kind of join us if that makes sense um I don't know is that kind of part of of a kind of conceit that you formed in order to make it something that feels like an invitation and a kind of a welcome to anyone no matter how kind of they're showing up yeah I think yeah I mean when when we, as I said, when when we started the project, it was us just doing our own adventures and documenting them. Um, that we did that for one year, and that sparked uh, a lot of interest. And and at some point, you know, a, a substantial amount of people were reaching out and just asking how they could uh, join 
No, they were getting questions like, hey, so nobody really understood what we did, but they liked it. <laughs> um, and they, you know, we had questions like, hey, how can we join your club? Or how can we, you know, go race with you? Or how can we, we're, we're not a club, we don't race, we don't, and we were like, but we were getting like a lot of interest. No? Um, and so at some point after one year, we said like, hey, well, maybe we should do, act and do something about this because there's enough people that, you know, sort of want to experience it. Um, so we, we said like everything we've been learning and everything we've been experiencing ourselves, we should sort of try to encapsulate and design into an experience uh, that can be open to the public uh, and that anyone, regardless of their, you know, of their, of, of anything, you know, can come and join it. Um, so, and, you know, re honoring and respecting precisely that for us running is not, is much more than, uh, than all of what I said, no, than, than races or than clubs or than anything like that. This is just, these are going to be, this is going to be another space, another space where we celebrate, uh, you know, there's a celebration of life through movement. And that means that, you know, it uh, doesn't, doesn't matter how fast or how slow or, or how slow or if you, or if you walk or, or if you run, we're going to there uh, be all there together and, and, and figure out a way technically and mentally so that we can have super strong, you know, experienced runners and newbies and that can coexist without the extremes being disappointed or frustrated. You know? um, and, and, and so with th that sort of insight and that take on it, we, we, we designed that first experience, um, which was in, in the nor Northern mountains of Oaxaca in Mexico. Uh, and we had like a, a decent group of like 20, you know, like 18 people like uh, from Canada and, and Mexico mostly uh, join very diverse group. Uh, and, and it worked out, you know, beyond what we, you know, had imagined, no, we just, we, it worked out so, so well in, in what happened is, I mean, we, we knew that it was guaranteed fun time. No, if you came on this trip, we knew it was, you know, guarantee fun because of the places we were going to visit, the food you were going to eat, the people you were you were going to connect with, the mezcal you were going to drink, the running, the everything. No? But we didn't see um, what happened in the end, which was, you know, as everybody was, you know, finishing that that last run where you crossed the suspending bridge and, and you got to the other side and there was I, you know, handing out little like mezcal shots to everyone. Um, you participants, you know, as soon as they stopped, just started bursting into tears, you know, and, and, and crying out of, you know, just ecstasy and, 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 and joy. Uh, and one participant there, you know, gave us this, you know, this craziest, wildest, you know, feedback where he said like, hey guys, you know, I'm 35. At that point, though, he was 37 years old and he was like, I'm had throughout my 37 years of, of life, I have never felt um, this amount of freedom, this amount of joy, this amount of connection 
from all of my in all of my existence. No, and he was crying and crying and hugging us. Uh, and and well, we were completely, completely blown away, no, because I said we when I mean we were equally, you know, as excited. And, but when 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 we finished and sort of we sort of huddled back, we were like, what the hell happened? No? <laughs> what what just happened here we how what what you know we we just our plan was just to take a group of people to have like a great time in in nature and and we ended up like deeply touching and and, and transforming you know various lives you no know? um and that was just so so both unexpected and so encouraging and, and exciting to to have witnessed and and it was definitely you know a big 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 next spark that told us we gotta keep on doing this you no know? we gotta keep on 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 let's do more experiences for people you know? not only our our own adventures um and so that is why you know since the beginning uh we've always considered that this uh, project uh, should be in and speak to uh, and invite anyone no? yeah there's definitely one one component i mean i i i think our project in a great you know very 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 great deal uh, is open to anyone but there's definitely one 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 barrier which we're trying to uh, you know perfect and, and find the ways to you know hack it uh, which is an economical one, no? Uh, because our experiences are uh, international, you know, six to eight days experiences in remote places in the world, where you know access, costs, and everything add, add up, no? So it really, well, it really depends. We do offer a lot of diversity of experiences, but there are some. For example, if you go to Patagonia. Uh, it's no there's no other way but it's it's something that it, it's expensive no and and, and it's not and so there's definitely an, a, a, bar, a a barrier there an economical barrier there um but we're we're slowly but surely you know finding the ways of 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 solving for that problem not through the same community that we already have where we can you know uh, sort of with support uh, spots Sort of subsidized by by people who do have the means, partners and brands who who see who can see the power uh, of of these experiences and then just you know putting the resources so that anyone can apply for grants, um and 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 I mean and we're open to ideas, don't we? Yeah, mm, that was something that uh, that I wanted to touch on as to whether because there are kind of those it's it's a business you know you are you are um earning a living from these experiences but do you think that uh if people kind of want to see this and take away some of the foundational principles that are libre embodies and kind of apply them to their own life in a mm-hmm. in a smaller kind of everyday way how would you say they could go about that Mm, that's a great. I, I love that you asked that because we actually have. Well, we we piloted this before uh, before the pandemic, and uh, you know, of course we 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 stopped this project, but now it's back on our radar and, and within our plans. Where 
you know, we want to, because essentially what we do, you know, I, as I say, um, I mean, over and over, if you come to an experience with us in, 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 you know, one, anywhere in the world, yeah, I mean, also it, it changes in the, in the degree of intensity, but there's always that deep, deep transformation that goes on through in, in, in participants. No? Um, and I would love to, to say that, you know, we have, uh, uh, patented, uh, pan, patented, uh, you know, technology or a system or process that, you know, that consistent, consistently makes, you know, this transformation happens and, and it's, you know, exclusive to us or, you know, as, as the, Coca-Cola formula or the Kentucky Fried Chicken secret recipe or whatever, no. Yeah. Fortunately, we don't have that, no. Fortunately, what we do is open to anyone and is of the easiest access because the crazy thing is that this transformation and you know getting humans to the to the point of of of, of them you know gaining a lot of perspective and 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 crying and feeling alive and feeling joy is is nothing but going back to our roots and going back to doing our main and the most elemental things that makes us humans no uh, and that's what what we just have to put it on the on the table and and, and it's not you know so. And they, as I said, no, this you can do anywhere. You don't have to come to Patagonia with us. You can do it in your, in your, as soon as you start out, step out of your house. No? Um, so, well, all of this to say is that uh, their movement, no, is as I said, is one of the key, one of the key, one of the key uh, elements to 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 our to this recipe, no. Um, so if you if you practice and that movement can can again no, uh, translate or mean many different can be translated in many different ways to depending on on, no, on the person, but from walking to to running to you know hell even bicycles and whatnot. But as I said, now the closer you are to the ground, I, I would think it's better. Um, and so moving uh, then. Move, moving and doing something in your even in your own locality, which is different to what you usually do. So, and I always like to think like if you if you go out of your house and you have like for those people that have like specific one or two running routes, and that you know I always go out of my house and make a right and make a right and and you know take this channel and do this and come back. And that's that's it. Well, the next time you go out of your house, make a left, no? and then make a left, and then just just do something slightly or you know different. Uh, so moving, moving, doing it in a, in a in a context that it's to to the degree that you can different from what you usually do. Um, if you can, no, also do it with a a. a, a a small group of people like a community of people that are sort of in tune for that this same adventure you no know, that are people at, at the same time that 
you know, because of their life circumstances and at this moment are sort of seeking to 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 transform, to grow, to to be to you know to move to the next you know next phase in their lives. Um, I would say you know if you stop when you stop or you finish running, then eat, stop, go and eat something nutritious from the earth and local from someone that that cares that has put a lot of love and care into doing it uh, and when you do it you know do it with the same community that you that you engage this practice in and talk about your feelings and your thoughts of your experience doing you know having done what you just did for if it was half an hour or an hour or a full day or two days, but give everyone a space uh, and a time to 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 talk and express uh, their experience, no, their and and go 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 on and and have everyone share. Um, if you can do this out in nature, then bonus points. <laughs> um, and and also, yeah, as I said, approach this as as a kid. Approach this. Leave your watch out of your house. You know, maybe bring your phone because you'll have to navigate because you are going to be moving in a new space. <laughs> but when you do, when you approach this this time and this uh, this adventure, forget about about it. As it being, you know, again as a, as a, as an as an exercise, as a, you know, as a as a race, as a some particular time or distance that you have to cover, but approach it as you were as if you were a kid again, and you're gonna go out with your buddies to, to have fun, no? Um, and I think yeah, a bit of. That, as I said, all, all of this, this elements combined with a little bit of, you know, Mexican salsa uh, on top uh, is, is what you can, what, what, what makes, what makes a formula, no? It's interesting because those also sound like the ingredients, not just to a formula, but also to a family, not like the family that you're born with necessarily but one that you can choose or a sense of family that you can grow and I know that La Familia is something that is very much integral to Arelible as well so would you say that that's true that kind of family like notions of of freedom or of choosing to run towards joy family is something that you can choose to carry with you yeah yes for sure definitely and it's it's I always give this example. No, it's it's so crazy how what I just mentioned. No, if you do it, you know, over a, a one day or a day and a half, two days, whatever, the bonds and the connections you can make with complete, you know, what were complete strangers, are you know unthinkable. You no, know? and it's. It, you know the most clear example is like in an experience we did one day in in 
in the Cooper Canyons in in Chihuahua, where the tribe of the Raramuri or Taramara people live. Um, we it was our, our second night, and the driver, uh, the the one who was you know the driver uh, comes up to me and says like, "Hey, Mao, maybe you can explain because I've asked around and like I don't seem to get it, but." How, how do you all know each other? Like, and I told him, well, do you remember yesterday when you picked us up at the airport? <laughs> like, yes. Okay, so we, when we met you, we all met each other as well. That group was mostly, and usually our experiences are mostly, uh, you know, really like either solo travelers or maybe just a couple, but usually not, not really like groups of friends come come and do this. No, like it's it's. A lot of the time are individuals or 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 small or maybe two people or three no um so i told him like when you picked us up we <laughs> we, we that's when we we got uh, we first got to know each other and, and he was like i, I can not believe this no because he was witnessing we were at the table no and he was witnessing this big ass long ass table uh as this was you know our christmas dinner of like a, a, a family that has been, you know, you know, family or a real blood family, no. Um, and we're like, no, this is this is, you know, he said like I've been a, a, a tourist uh, sort of driver for all of my life. I have never, never had I, you know, had a group of of tourists that, you know, that were like this. <laughs> so yeah. And it sounds like it's that sharing and kind of the generosity, the the emotional generosity, the practical generosity, the sort of spiritual generosity that comes with with sharing that makes mm. those bonds so deep in a way. Would you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that as you mentioned like before in the conversation, or that vulner vulnerability, being open, being open to share, and and, and also. I really believe that going, going through, what like a challenge, going through an adventure together with a group of people, and finishing it together, that's also even even, and even more so if that during that period of moment you don't even speak up to the people, no, you're just trying to get it done, but doing that, it's crazy that. Even more so, if there was not even conversations, it's something that bonds people much more than if they just were chit chatting and talking about how the weather is back home. No, mm. uh, <laughs> and, and you commented like on that on that transformation that almost took you by surprise of of the people that came on that first adventure with you. How have you navigated? the the kind of responsibility that also comes from holding space for people that isn't it's not a clinical therapeutic space but it does become a therapeutic space in a way because of the sharing that goes on and the transformation that occurs is that something that you found that you've had to kind of consciously navigate or is that sort of evolved organically as Ale Libre has grown no it's it's a it, it it's a great great um comment i i more recently you know and as, as we have you know been really fortunate to integrate um you know the most talented and the most amazing people to our to the idea organism to 
you know, work and help, you know, evolve it. Um, we we have, you know, recognized that that precisely this this transformation is not something that we can eh, take lightly, no, <laughs> because and, and and even more so because today we we're doing and designing some experiences that are even deeper than what we started in with, no? So are even in, and when I say deeper and, and raw, it's like in much more remote places with, you know, with a, like completely out of a comfort zone. And, and so it can, it does, it can happen and it does happen that within this deliberately much more deeper experiences, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of things happen, you know, uh, mentally that we we definitely know and and are sort of designing a way of 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 containing and and help helping um or yeah designing the sort of the tools and and and, and processes so that after an experience happens we're not just like okay well I'll see you next time but we can we can have you know um we can have a like a landing together with 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 the people that want to uh and help them sort of uh maybe reintegrate into their day to days because i mean it does it does happen like it's it's so crazy that you know you you have someone come and experience and maybe i don't know for the sake of an example i you know it's maybe that person is a lawyer and has been a lawyer all of its life and has had this you know very very by the book you know boxed life uh in in a in a urban center and he you know that person she he decides to come on an experience one of these deep experiences in the jungle in oaxaca and 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 then you know comes up to this other this other reality that uh the the world can be you know experienced and lived in a in a complete diametral other way than than what he is what he thought was the reality, you know, um, and those those drastic changes of like of those culture shocks. Well, not, not even even culture shocks, but like reality reality shocks um, can can are, are are you know or can be sensible, no, uh, and and you can just like drop back someone that maybe you know had their reality sort of distorted back into their day-to-day -day without maybe, you know, helping uh, helping and, and designing the processes to sort of reintegrate the learnings of and, and the transformation that happened. No? Great. It's similar to, to what you're doing in terms of wanting the legacy of what you do um, to have um, a positive impact on the communities that you engage with and also have that after education in terms of the indigenous cultures and heritage of the land which you're you know pri we're privileged enough to traverse to integrate with and the same could be said in terms of emotional education as well that that reintegration and, and the longevity of the imprint that something has is only mm -hmm. by treating it with the care and reverence that it that it deserves isn't it and do you think that that's kind of now, in terms of both yourself and Are Libre, is that the way that you see things 
progressing now in the next year or so kind of looking for these sort of these deeper connected experiences well you'll see probably in the for the next you know three years is a couple of things one is we are first of all like officially sort of launching and and, or telling out explicitly telling the world that we also do hiking no um because we have done it no for for years but we have never explicitly you know put it in words and and or sort of you know marketed it and and a lot of people just get scared if they see running in in the messaging and you know while you can reinforce that message that you know it's all for all levels you can walk whatnot I think a lot of people are are have you know have been interested in joining, but are just backed out because they don't they think they can't do it. No? Um, so we're we're opening up our sort of umbrella and and launching also like deliberately hiking experiences, um, and so that means you no, know, we're gonna have more more options in a in a in a wider probably you know spectrum and audience. Um, it's the same. Everything is the same. It's just that in one you run and in one you hike. <laughs> um, and what we're going to do as well is um, both ends. No, yes, integrate and 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 adding to our offering a couple of deeper, uh, rawer experiences. Uh, but at the same time, op- keep on developing some other offering that it's more in- introductory or bucket list things. Um, because what we see is, the way we see it is that, you know, we were, we wanna we want to develop an uh, sort of like a, you know, a system or an ecosystem where it's like a journey that you can, that you can take on, no? And, and where maybe going to this Sendero del Jaguar deep jungle experiences Sort of, you know, the this the the deeper or the spear of our of the journey or the tip of the pyramid, but not a lot of people are going to jump right into that because of of how you know a bit more in you know deeper it is. No, uh, why? But a lot of people are going to be interested in joining Patagonia, no. Or in joining, a, you know, bucket list uh, incredible destinations, where we can, you know, that serve as a great way of introducing uh, our project and our our approach and our philosophy and our lifestyle to 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 the community that, that wants to be of it. And once you know people try that, they'll probably can learn and see that you know there's other layers within our. The spectrum and the idea ecosystem, uh, and 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 it's a journey that they can take with us, no? Uh, and at some point, yes, go to 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 this other maybe or go up up the pyramid and go up 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 up, you know. So yeah, that's 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 how we're going to be. What we're going to be doing, no? Opening the spectrum and the and and the possibilities, including hiking. Uh, and then designing more and and putting out experience, more experiences in in all in both ends of the spectrum, no? To um, from from more accessible and attractive, uh, like 
attractive ones to to deeper to deeper ones, no? so, so that la familia can you know can can engage and, and can join us for a deeper journey, no? Mm. And I'm I'm conscious of time, man, that I've taken up a lot of it. Um, but I just have one question just before I ask my final one that I ask all my guests, because I think, you know, we are living in a time of ecological and humanitarian crisis. And I think sort of the last few weeks certainly have, have brought that to light even, even further. And I think um, I'm not looking to you for answers, but as someone who is deeply attuned to how we heal through connection to the earth and each other. What brings you hope? How do you see a way forwards? Mm. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult question, right? Especially right now when, you know, as you're saying, what... I don't, you know, with the, all of the you know, current like world events happening and all, I kind of feel also a bit trapped and desperate. Mm. But, um, but what I always has always given me hope, and, and it's always a reminder that, you know, that I believe, you know, that I believe we, we, we're better better than what we think. Um, is when. I think it's very easy when, again, to to consume news and watch news and hear about all of these wrong things happening in the world. Um, I think we we tend to we're completely. I really think that we're completely biased by uh, by the information that we that's out there and that we 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 perceive of what of the wrong things that are that are happening in. In, in in humanity in in a place or whatnot and we seldomly ever hear of of of, of the good things no uh, and I and but if you think about it no I at least that's how I have experienced it me personally you no know, when I go to a place to uh, or when I go and, and meet meet new people or meet communities or or find out about Know, projects approaching the way things they do differently and all and all uh, it's usually there's usually much you encounter much more uh, you know people that are you know I don't know no, this is not pr- pr- probably the most accurate way of saying but that are doing it in a good way uh, with with a with a with a goodwill and good a big heart and 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 humane uh, than what you hear in, in in that when you what you hear in the news no so I think it's just there's this disconnect where you hear that there's so much bad and evil uh, and of course there is no but mentally uh, I think that overload of information has clouded uh, has clouded ourselves and our day to day and our lives and our thoughts uh, and 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 we're maybe not seeing that not in what you're told, but what you yourself are witnessing on your day-to-day when you go out in the street or when you go out on, you know, to the supermarket and when you go, that there's, you know, love and, 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 and humanity and great things uh, all around. Huh? Um, so, yeah, a bit some some thoughts around around that. 
Thank you for sharing those reflections. Um, I think I could certainly couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> you have to be willing to connect. Um, and that's a way of having belief, I think, really in, in the humanity that is out there. My final question, um, which relates to that, I guess, is what does joy mean to you? Hmm. Yeah, that was, I got asked that yesterday. <laughs> Uh, well prepared <laughs> I'm well prepared no I mean it's joy joy for me it's 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 real it's a very real feeling no yeah it's something and when I say like a re really real feeling it's something that I, you well as the word says I mean, it's something that you like you almost physically feel um so when I get the most joy out of when I'm, you know, doing all of the, all of the things I've been sharing along, you know, this hour of conversation of of being with my loved one, with my community, uh, in nature, moving, uh, exploring, and when I'm doing all of this, I get a personal sense of of joy that co translates into an energy, of, you know, that uplifts me. An energy that usually also translates into me singing, whistling, or smiling, no, uh, and of, of just feeling grateful for for my existence, no, or in my time on on Earth, no. Yeah, so that's 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 joy to me. I am so grateful to the community that is growing around the podcast and if you've enjoyed today's episode I would so appreciate if you can share it with your communities and help spread the message of support, perseverance and joy further. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future guests you can find me on Instagram at running underscore on underscore joy. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time for Running on Joy.